Hello, everybody. It is I, your storyteller. I'm back uh, with Saratoga by Night Season 2, a Hunter the Vigil Chronicle. Um, today we have a special episode, a sort of even pre-session zero, actually, um, with my dear friend, Ray. Uh, could you introduce Hello. yourself and your character? Hello, my name is Ray. I will be joining the amazing cast for season two as more of a main character. I played Lefesca briefly on season one, and in this campaign for Hunter the Vigil, I will be playing Sawatis, a Mohawkin uh, tribesman, 17 years old, who is uh, a gutsy hunter, uh, ready to strike out on his own, but we'll see about that. Hell yeah. Um... Just a bit of background for those of you who are new, because I know there will be a bunch of you. Um, or I hope there'll be a bunch of you. Uh, so for this season, we're going back in time a few about 250 years or so uh, to 1777. Uh, this will be the fall of... Not the fall, pardon. Bleh. Words, brains. This will be the summer of 1777. Right on the eve of battle, of the Battle of Saratoga, um, General Burgonya's... Oh, the music's too loud now. There we go, that's better. Um, here, let me pull up the map. Okay. See, we're so professional. Isn't this great? Um, <laughs> so about, uh, General Burgoyne's uh, forces have been moving south uh, after hitting Fort, after capturing Fort Ticonderoga, bleh, Fort Ticonderoga um, into the Saratoga Valley, and General Gates is trying to stop this. Uh, they've been defeated several times, but just before the Battle of Saratoga, the uh, the forces of Burgoyne's forces suffered a defeat, and so their native scouts abandoned them. Because of this, they are now essentially operating blind, marching through a valley with no forward recon. So it could be disastrous. Um, General Gates is nervous because he is operating under the assumption that they do have forward recon, and estimates that a loss is at hand, perhaps. It's a turbulent time uh, in American history, in the history of the Saratoga Valley, and in the middle of it all, some strangeness has been happening. It seems that the forces of darkness have been getting bolder, moving from out of the shadows to strike out. And it's gained the interest of a few locals, who you will meet in the next episode. Right now, we're going to do an introduction to one of our characters. So, the village that, uh, where you live is right between Bemis Heights and Saratoga on the river. It's generally a peaceful place, without much trouble, really. Your relationships with the uh, with the white people in Saratoga and Bemis Heights are okay. Get along. I mean, you don't exactly mix all that much, but there's not as much open hostility as there are with some other villages. 
This music is too loud, I've got to turn this down a bit. Or at least it's too loud on my end. So, you know that British forces are moving south. You know that a battle is coming up, and it very well could be happening in the area your village is. Mm. At the same time, you're worried because strange things have been going on. A hunter recently went missing out trying just to down a deer or bring something home to eat. And no one really knows where he went. Normally when a hunter goes missing, a body is eventually found. Um, they were... Maybe the they... older? Yes. Was he on the older end? Was he around my age? He was older. Not old. Not old enough that it would be normal for him to fuck up and get killed. Much more... Here, let me just pull up... Sorry, I've got to just pull up the factions here. Okay, perfect. So, no, it, it... From what you know, it doesn't make sense. This man was a very experienced hunter. Um, and it seems that the village is actively very concerned about his disappearance. It's not normal for people to vanish like this, especially... Especially now that, at least according to, um, at least according to your village's dream speaker, Okwaho, a time that's dark and where evil's on the move, it's concerning. I have two questions. Yes. Uh, how long has he been missing, and uh, this Okwaho uh, is... Is that, are they related at all to my mother, who is also a, a shaman? Um, not that you're aware of, but we'll get into the details of the disappearance. Because you've been called to a meeting regarding what to do about this disappearance, how it should be responded to, whether or not you should start sending out parties to search... Uh, this is the, he disappeared a couple of days ago. That's that's pretty much all you know. Mm -hmm. So as you enter into the uh, longhouse, where Joseph Brandt, who he's uh, well, he's your chief currently, he took a white man's name. Um, Okwaho, uh, Ojista, the four of them, they they sort of comprise the military wing of your village. Um, the Monaden. Find a place. Yes. They sit around. There's a fire inside. The walls are illuminated, casting misshapen shadows against the thatched sides of the building. And finally, Joseph Brandt speaks. Uh, you are not alone, by the way. There are maybe a dozen other young men all with their uh, weapons, bows, rifle, or bows, muskets, all seemingly rearing and ready to go. Mm. And Joseph Brandt speaks. His English is fantastic. Uh, probably the best in the village. I think you all know why we've called you here today. One of our hunters has gone missing. Normally, we would send out a uh, some parties to search for him where he last was, but 
things are different. Things have gotten worse recently, darker. The forces of evil are on the move. We need volunteers. I can't in good conscience draft a party of men to go searching for him. It's very possible that there is extreme danger in this hunt. So right now, if you would like to leave, you are welcome to. By staying, I take it that you are more than willing to put your life on the line to try and find this man. Uh, what do you do? I'm gonna wait and see if anybody else leaves. And if they do, I'm gonna also stand up and, uh, not leave, but stand by the entrance and exit of the long, uh... As tends to happen with a lot of young men in one location trying to prove themselves, you all kind of share glances looking at each other waiting for the first person to move, but no one does. So how do you feel about this, by the way, that no one has moved? Are you nervous? Or are you... I mean, I don't want to do this. No. <laughs> I've had enough stories. Mom told me that it's... Uh... Oh yes, I should as much probably as I... describe the Aquaho uh, Joseph Brandt because you didn't meet them in season one. Um, Aquaho oh, is a very pale woman, um, but definitely human. Uh, her eyes are missing, so she wears a um, uh, a sort of blindfold over mm. her face, and she has paint, face paint, as if blood had streamed from her eyes. Of course, it happened long ago, so. It's just paint, but it makes for a very dramatic effect. She wears white robes, very stark contrast to the sort of browns and uh, blacks and reds that are worn by the warriors to blend in with their surroundings. Mm. Joseph Brandt is a tall man, uh, dark skin. He wears red face paint that covers from essentially the nose up. Uh, Ojista is very similar to him. Um, slightly lighter in complexion, shorter, wears less face paint. It'd be a lot easier if somebody else had gotten up, just admitted it was a coward, but... Yep. I'm not going to be the one to do that, so I'm sitting in. As tends to go my with teeth, peer pressure. Down. As far as we know... This is not a skinwalker. We haven't had trouble with them in a long time. Read a small sigh of relief. Of course, what that does mean is we have no idea what we're up against. If it were a skinwalker, while the threat would be massive, we know how to kill that. So your mission, I would say... I would warn you against it. Ojista has a, has another opinion, but... What you should be doing right now is gathering information. Try to find out what happened to our hunter. And try to figure out... If something got him, what, what, what it was. Or what it is. Then, once you have any information like that, get back to us. Don't engage. I know you want to prove yourselves. You're young... 
You're brave. You're stupid. You'll, you're going to want to fight it, but don't. If you do, a lot of you will die. I can almost guarantee it. Anyways. Okwaho, would you like to? And Okwaho sort of nods her head and silently produces from her, from behind her, this buckskin um, and unfolds it. And within you can see about two dozen or so arrows. The rock, the, the flint that would make the tip, isn't like anything you've ever, ever seen. It's, it almost lets off a light, but light isn't the right word for it. It's unlike anything you've seen before in your life. A color, maybe, would be what it was described as, but only, but only vaguely. It's color only because you don't have a word for whatever is emanating from this. Mm. These arrows are strange, but there's enough for each of you to take two. And you are offered them as Okwaho goes from person to person and hands two arrows. Take them. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I just give them a brief one over, see if I can get Absolutely. anything? Absolutely. Just about everything about these arrows is bog standard, uh, with the feathering on the back, the wood, normal, exactly what you would expect, what you what you have in your quiver right now, except the head. It's almost metallic, but it feels like a rock, not like a metal. It's this weird blackish color, but looking at it, it's almost like your eyes fail to process. Looking at it, it's you see colors, you see, well, colors, I guess, only by analogy, right? Looking at the tip is almost nauseating. It's confusing, stressful, and so you rather gonna, quickly yeah. decide to <laughs> not stare directly at it for too long, lest, lest it confuse you Put them in my quiver. unnecessarily. You put them in your quiver. These arrows are to be used in emergencies. If you get a clean hit on something supernatural, something evil especially, these will these will destroy them. Use them carefully, they're delicate. And once the arrow once the arrowhead pierces skin, it is unusable. It will disappear. Don't waste them. Only fire them if you know you have a clean shot. Am I understood? Give a nod. Everybody else nods. Now I'd recommend, since we don't know where this man went missing, that you spread out. Stay within earshot of each other, but not too close. You're dismissed. wait for other people to stand up and then make my way outside of the hut. Uh, some of the other young braves are sort of jostling each other, joking around. Sort of, you know, talking, oh, I'm gonna be the first one to find it. Just you wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot it dead. This'll be nothing, blah, 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 blah. Just a bunch of dumb, scared teenagers trying to make it seem like they aren't dumb, scared teenagers. 
I mutter and scoff under my breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll be the first to die like that. They all sort of stop. Stop jawing and just look at you like, what the fuck? Okay. And what do you do? Where do you head? Um, your village is on a river um, to the south of the river. Mm. As far as you know, hunters generally will take a canoe uh, up or down the river, whichever direction they feel, uh, to search for animals as the animals generally avoid the main the main village for obvious reasons. Well, can I go take a visit to my mom? You absolutely see if she knows may. anything. Um, yeah, that's this is one thing like as far as hunting goes for hunts this is essentially how i'm going to try and this episode is how i'm going to try and teach you the basics of hunting and how you should go about it the first stage is of course information gathering figure out i don't know where the thing is or what it is if you can or where the person you're looking for went or where they were last seen all that stuff so you can absolutely go to your mother well uh, i'm going to go to my mom mhm give a you go into the Mom. little house, and she looks up. Yes? How can I help you? said it's not a skinwalker. Do you have any idea what else could be in these fo- in this forest? Well, there hasn't been anything other than skinwalkers here in ages, but could be anything. Uh, could be a uh, not sure. I don't know. I can't something, think Something. What's something that could take a, a grown warrior? A grown warrior. Wasn't. Wasn't old enough past his prime where anything mm. should be an issue, and he's not dumb enough to go off killing something by himself. Might be a blood leech, but they're generally a white man's problem. We're helping the white men, so maybe they're they turn to us. Uh, maybe these blood leeches. Blood leeches, yes. Uh, they move at night, drink blood, can seemingly control the minds of man. Dangerous, but handleable. I'd rather go up against them than a skinwalker any day. I don't think this is a blood leech, though. It, we would see more activity. One person wouldn't simply just vanish. We would see people getting sick, being pale, mm. tired. It, 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 it wouldn't make sense. Whatever this is, it, I believe it's something new. So, you be careful. He, all I, all I really know is that he headed south along the river. If you follow that way. You should be able to find him. Couldn't have gotten far, obviously. But... Yeah. I'll be careful. Please do. Um, and she sort I'm of... Gonna... She, she looks concerned. She looks genuinely worried that you're embarking on this little quest. Not pleased about it either. I'm gonna just reach in and rub the charm... That she gave me a long, yep. long time ago. <laughs> it brings you more comfort. More just to keep safe than anything. Yeah. 
there's nothing magical really about it, as far as you know, of course. Um, your mother is very talented, so who knows. But it brings you comfort. It sort of calms your heart rate. You take a deep breath. You feel it. You smell the forest, the pine needles. It For a moment, you sort of forget that you're about to dive into this world of darkness, really. And with that, okay. would you like to take a canoe, or would you like to do a little more research? Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find either the wife or kids of uh, the warrior that went missing, see if I can find something of his, maybe that I could use for a, a divination, try to find and pinpoint his whereabouts, or what happened. Alright, absolutely you can do that. Um, so for that, I'm going to need a roll from you. The first roll of the entire season. <laughs> that will be a wits socialize roll. Okay. Dice. I have... Two sevens, two fives, and one six. So, two what? Two sevens, one. How many sevens? Two sevens, two fives, and one six. That is three successes. All right. At least as far as I know, if this is, I'll have to double check. I I can't remember if this is a system where eights are successes, but I'll say that's three successes for now. Um, your village isn't large. It's maybe a hundred people. So. It's not difficult for you to find this man's family. Um, the kids are out playing as it's not... The sun hasn't set yet. But his wife is sort of sitting in the uh, sitting in her little house, um, sewing up some clothing for the children. She seems worried. She's clearly been crying. Mm. Uh, as you enter the building, she looks up at you and then just goes back to... Stitching. What was the name of my mom again? Fuck, I thought you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, podcast people, we're very good at this, right? Aren't, isn't this such a professional podcast? Hell yeah. Okay. Um, anyways. Anyways. I nod, at, I nod at her. She nods back. Uh, um, can I Can I help you? Try to do a divination, just... See if I can help find him. Oh. I haven't better any better luck. Do you have anything of his I could um, borrow? I, I, you're welcome to look around, um, especially over there. She points to a corner where there's some stuff lying around. Uh, there's an old bow, some clothing, stuff like that that belonged to him at some point. If you'd like any of that, you're you're welcome to take it. Just tell me what you find, okay? Do. Alright. Uh, so you there. take what you can, what you can carry, just... Mm. You got some clothes, you got a bow, a small knife. Similar to your knife, but it was his, so it's kind of useful. Gonna hold on to the to the knife and leave everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna make a... Or would you like to start a divination ritual? Uh, I'm actually gonna head out. Alright. 
south um, of the village before I try. Are you going to just go walk along the river, or are you going to take a canoe? Walk. Alright. Um, give me a... Um... If I can, I would like to stealth. Okay, that deck stealth. And then a wits uh, composure, I believe, is what you need for your uh, awareness, like your perception rolls. Well, uh, I have... For stealth, I rolled first. I have, I believe, a critical success. I have two tens and an eight. All right, yes. Uh, you can also re So that means you can re-roll those two tens. So, like, you can add two oh. more dice that you can roll again. Tens, ex- we'll do that. they explode, I guess you could say, at least using Warhammer terms. Hopefully. We'll do that. And a five and a two, so nothing. Okay, so that's three successes, correct? Yes. You know these woods well. Uh, this isn't your um, first time moving through the trees, and you're like a ghost. Not making a sound. Yes? And then you said, what's awareness, or? Uh, Wits presence. Or wits composure, pardon. Composure. Yes. Okay, I have one ten, two nines, and an eight. Uh, add the ten. Uh, re-roll the ten, of course. Oh, right. Yep. (laughs) That's four successes so far. These will stack on top. And nothing else. Okay, four successes. Um, very good rolls so far. As you're going through the uh, through the underbrush, you stumble upon a piece of a broken branch with what appears to be a scrap of fur on it. Um, not. When I say fur, I don't mean like a, like animal fur. I mean like a like a piece of clothing, a piece of fur that you would wear. Mm. It appears it's been torn. Tanned. Yes, it it appears torn. Uh, would you like to attempt to divine, or would you like to use that piece of fur to gain some kind of, to start to find some kind of trail to follow? I'm gonna first try to divine, and if nothing else works, I'll see if I can find a trail. Okay, give me an intelligence occult roll. Okay, and it says for the divination tools, I can add either one, two, or three dice to this roll. You have the knife and you have the cloth. I will let you add two dice to this. You said intelligence? Uh, Intelligence occult, please. Roll seven dice for this. Okay. Ooh, it's a very good roll. Uh, I have one. I have a single one. Yes, that is. But I also have not great. But I have two sevens, an eight, and a nine. Okay, so that's three successes because the one detracts. Okay. Um, so that's three successes. As you cast the animal bones on the ground around these two objects, you see in your mind... Well, you don't really see as much as you feel. You feel focused and determined. The same sort of feeling you get when you're on the trail of an animal. When you've got it in your sights. 
And then you feel fear. Then cold, wet, then nothing. Shit. Now, if you would like to continue to track using um, just looking for a pathway or footprints or something, that would be a um, intelligent or a wits survival or intelligence survival, whichever is better. I do wits survival, so I roll a total of eight dice. All right, which is lovely. Okay, I have. So what counts as successes? Uh, six up. Well, I have uh, one six, two eights, one nine, and a ten, and I'm going to reroll ten. And I got another eight. Okay, that's six successes then. That is a lot of successes. Okay. You rather quickly are able to find um, similarly broken branches as if someone was sort of walking through this area carelessly, like this wasn't where they were hunting. Um, as well as a few footprints. You track them for about a mile. After about a mile or so, you start to notice the branches get less broken, the footprints get lighter. It's clear that this person is now sneaking. Hi. And you come across a clearing. Give me another not gonna um, enter it. wits composure roll. And just so you know, I took the merits Danger Sense and Unseen Sense. All right. Give me uh, another Wits Composure roll, please. Two to that. How many successes did you say? No, 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 I'm figuring out. I rolled ten dice for Wits Composure, which is absurd. Wait, how's that? You don't, uh, the divination tools, you don't, you don't have the bonus for that. No, I have danger sense. It oh, says yeah, I add you have danger two set. for yep, what's composure. Yep, yep. That is a wow, ten dice roll. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I have four in composure and four in wits, so <laughs> all yours. Okay, so I have I have two nines, one eight, and two tens, and now I will re-roll two tens. So I currently have four. Yep. Successes. Four successes. Any more from those re-rolls? So three nines, two tens, and one eight. And a seven, sorry. So six. Seven successes, actually. Oh my. Yeah. um, (laughs) You got more successes than most people have dice. So, with that, you see very quickly, it appears that he was watching something in the clearing... But then you see the footprints sort of turn and branches are broken once again. And then direction is that? The direction is that of the river. Okay. And it appears there are more branches broken towards the river, going towards the river. And there's blood. Not super visible, in fact. If you weren't paying attention, you very well could have missed it. It's dried into this brown crust on the already brown earth, so it's hard to miss. But you luckily saw it on a sort of larger flat rock where it stood out much more. Something got him by this river. Go back to the clearing and try to find any traces of whatever it was that chased him. 
All right, give me a uh, with survival. Okay, I have three sixes and one seven. Okay. Um, so and one natural one, so I have three successes. Yes, it appears right now that nothing chased him from the clearing. In fact, all you can find in the clearing are some deer tracks and a little bit of deer poop. It appears he had a deer in his sights. If you'd like, to, with that information in mind, if you'd like to look over the uh, site where the branches were broken again, you are welcome to. You may uncover more information. I would like to do that, and then I would like to investigate the spots where I found the blood. So first, the branch okay. is broken, and then the blood. That will be a uh, wits investigation. I have... Two successes. Okay. From what you can tell, there are drag marks. He was dragged into the river. Oh no. From where he was hidden. Now you got seven successes, correct, on your wits composure roll, correct? Yes. And I have unseen and I have unseen sense, which means that I have a sixth sense to the supernatural, and I react to the presences of unseen forces. All right. So now that you know that you've seen drag marks, you've seen blood. What would you like to do? I want. I need to return home. I have some information. That's what I was told. Let's go. Okay. Um, are you doing this quietly or quickly? Or both. You can try both. It'll require a roll. I want to go quietly and safely. I don't care how long that takes me. Okay. As you start to turn to leave here, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Could just be the cold. I mean, it's not that cold, but there is a bit of a breeze. The sun is setting. But... You have experience. You were a scout for the British Army. You've seen combat, if only lightly. You know when something's wrong. And something is very, very wrong. What would you like to do? Uh, what is my surroundings? Am I uh, hidden So right anywhere? now you are in, the, uh, in some trees and bushes, uh, with the clearing on one side of you and the river on the other. You're in the pretty much the exact same spot that this man was taken from. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's an appropriate reaction. <laughs> Pull an old D&D. Can I climb a tree as quietly and stealthily as possible? You absolutely may. Give me a dex stealth roll. Nice. Okay, I have four successes. Jesus H. Christ. That's a lot of successes. You Sorry. rather quickly <laughs> scamper up the tree. 
and are you gonna like look around draw your weapon maybe or uh, I'm not drawing my weapon but right. I am going to try to look around and get a sense of where that uncanny sense was coming so from. you look around and uh, give me another wits composure roll that good dice, old ten okay. dice Okay, uh, you're not gonna like this. How many? Uh, I so up ten, I have one seven, three eights, two nines, and a ten, and I'm gonna reroll that ten. I got a three, so that's nothing. But I have that is still seven successes. Yeah. <laughs> There's something moving in the water. If you weren't paying a lot of attention, and if you didn't know what you were looking for, you would have assumed it was a particularly large fish, but the way it's moving, the way it's sort of stalking along the river's edge, and it's ever so slightly too big to be a fish, something is looking for you. I'm staying absolutely still. And I'm trying to calm my beating heart that is going fucking a mile a boom, minute. Boom, boom, boom. Just your heart is pounding in your chest. You're trying to con you control your breathing. You hold your pendant. Take a few deep breaths as quietly as you can. And while you are still very, very afraid, you're able to get your heart rate to the point where you think you could probably be able to get a good shot off if you needed to. And as you do this, the water starts to churn a bit, and something brown and misshapen emerges from the side of the lake. They're not the side. This from the uh, from the river, the river's edge, almost like a man. The figure is hunched. It limps. As it walks over, he's taking these long steps, each slopping, just slopping and dropping water as it moves, lurching and limping. To, I want to see, and I, and I can roll for this. I want to draw my bow and that special, and one of the special arrows, and okay. notch it. Not draw back, but just notch it. Yes, um, that'll be a deck stealth to do that very quietly. So, eight. I have three successes. Three successes. Okay, I will make a contested roll there. So let's see what this guy's got. Okay, his stats aren't fantastic, so you could be lucky. That was three successes? Yep. As you draw the arrow from the quiver, it sort of jostles the other ones, making a very soft clicking, but and you tense and freeze for a second, but it appears the figure doesn't notice. As you look more at it, it's clear this thing is absolutely covered in mud. It has what appears to be a hunchback. One arm is much longer than the other, 
with what you think are claws, but it's hard to tell. Again, they are so caked in mud. Your weapon is drawn. Well, the bow isn't drawn, but it's the arrow is knocked. I'm watching it. If it shows any signs of being able to track me, I'm taking the shot. The creature prowls around the area for a bit longer, investigating the spot you just were, then <laughs> sniffs the air. And I will make a... So how many successes did you have for your stealth roll again? It was three, right? Yes, that was three. Okay. I don't know. It was three. All right. As it sniffs the air, uh, you hold your breath, you don't move, and it pauses. And then it starts to follow whatever scent is picked up. And it's getting closer to the tree. The tree that you're in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to draw back the bow take a deep breath, try to compose myself and then if it's humanoid I'm going to aim for the back of its neck in theory where it's hunched okay, so like right, yeah so that is uh, is that, so do you have more points in firearms or weaponry? firearms okay, so I'll have... have that be a firearms roll then um, and I'm using my bow, so I have composure, firearms and you have proficiency with a bow, correct? Yes. So that's eight dice. A lot of fucking dice. <laughs> Listen, that's I made okay. this character just for this. Hell yeah. Nothing wrong with okay. that. <sighs> okay. I have five successes. All right. I'll make Six you... and up, right? Yeah. So six is... Okay, okay. I have four sixes and one seven. All right. You loose the arrow. The bow string just whoosh, makes a, you know, as it goes, as it thwaps inwards, the arrow arcs through the air, whistling and strikes home. The creature shrieks as light emits from the wound bright, blinding light. As it cries out, this horrific shriek, it almost sounds like a... sounds like a fox, almost. Like a fox screaming. It pulls the arrow from its wound, which is still oh, I'm booking it. burning, and it lunges at you. Okay, uh, if you're running, that will be a dex athletics. Okay versus its dex athletics. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh no. In the first episode. It's not even the first episode. Okay. How many successes? I have five successes. One of them is a ten, so I'm going to reroll that. Successes total. 
How many? Six or five? I rolled. I rolled two eights, two sixes, one nine, and one ten. Okay. I re-rolled the ten to get a six. So that's six successes. You and the creature have tied. No. As you leap from the tree to try and make a run for it, the creature dives at you, sort of screaming, claws out, and it intercepts you. You both fall to the ground. It is now on top of you. It's gaping maw. Its face almost looks human. Almost. Like a skull with some skin stretched over it, caked in mud. Its teeth are long, jagged, inhuman. And it screams in your face as its drool drips down onto you. I am trying to break free of its grapple, and then I'm going to book it as much as I can. Strength brawl. Oh, no. (laughs) I only rolled four. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, no. I have no successes. Any ones? Luckily not. Fantastic. Well, in this system, luckily, uh, I wouldn't have that be an automatic crit fail. However, you can take a critical failure whenever you do get no successes in a one uh, if you want to gain a beat, which can be turned into experience. Um, What does that mean? Experience can be used to advance your character. Okay. So you can take a critical failure in exchange for... So you can essentially let me take the reins of your fuck-up in exchange for a bit of experience. Which, sure. Whenever I play, I always do. But no, you did not get a uh, botch with this one, so you can't do that. Okay, okay. The creature screams again, and this time pummels you with its uh, rel- with its normal-shaped arm. Take one point of superficial damage as its fist collides with your face. Doesn't break anything, not yet, but you need to get this thing off of you, and you you need to get it off of you quickly. Oh. Now, quick note, Can you I... do have tools. And weapons. Yeah. Um. Can I take uh, my hand axe that's by my side yes. and try to cleave it across the side of the face? Strength melee, please. Or strength uh, weaponry, sorry. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, success. One success? One success. You're very lucky. Because he got zero. So, <laughs> of all those dice, he got a bunch of ones and a single success. So, he got zero. And you managed to get your hatchet off of your hip and to cleave him across the face, uh, severing <laughs> tendons that connect his jaw uh, to the rest of his head. And his mouth now hangs, sort of flopping, the drool still dropping, but so is some blood. Uh, is he not stably on me? Can I try uh, to- Uh, yes, he reels back, out? sort of grasping at his face with both claws. I'm, I'm gonna try to scramble out and just book it back towards Dex the Dex Athletics. 
110 and 18. I'm going to reroll the 10. Got it. And that's a 9, so I have three successes. Very well. You do manage to escape. As he reels back away from you, clutching his face, you kick him in the center of his chest, knocking him back further, and run. As you run, you can hear the slopping of his feet behind you, uh, but you don't look back. You just keep going. Not worrying about being quiet, just barreling through the underbrush, and underbrush, breaking through branches and tripping over stones, cutting your face with as branches whip against you. Okay. But it doesn't matter. You don't care. You don't feel it. You just keep going until eventually, in the distance, you see the village. As you run and run, you eventually do reach the village. You stumble out of the out of the trees into the clearing that is at the center. Not and, stopping. I'm going yes. straight to the longhouse. You go straight to the longhouse. Uh, you do not sound... It doesn't sound like you're being followed anymore. You're wounded. Okay, still running. Still running. Mm -hmm. It appears the hit that you received um, to the face was not as superficial as it initially appeared. Your jaw is cracked. Your nose is broken. You're bleeding. As you enter, you can see that Aquaho uh, uh, is now alone. Well, no. Aquaho and Joseph Brandt are there. Ajista is gone. Alo uh, those two are alone. And you sort of barrel into the longhouse. It's just you and them. They appear shocked. Um, Joseph Brandt, what happened to you? What? Are you all right? Oh, I'm not fucking alright. Oh, God, everything hurts. Oh. Uh, he calls out uh, because there are guards outside the door. Somebody get somebody get a somebody get a medicine man or a doctor. Just run into Saratoga. Run into town. Get a doctor. And he comes up to you and starts looking over your wounds. I go over to what was her name? Aquaho. Oh, I sort of pat him aside. Say. It's from the water. It's a mud human thing. It's mud human. It thing. came out of. Uh, it had a huge maw and a and a, and a massive, a massive arm that just whacked me. Oh, oh, fuck! Yeah, your jaw is hanging loose on one side. Your nose is crooked and bleeding. Um. Aquaho sort of silently, well, looks over is a bit of a, is a, it's a bit strange, but she seems to be looking over without touching you. Her eyes are completely covered, of course. She can't see. She has no eyes. But she feels over your, well, she looks over your wound and then touches the area where your jaw is disconnected. Um, and sort of, because the skin is also broken there, she sticks her finger into the wound. It is oh. unbelievably painful. You scream at the top of your lungs. If people in the village had gone to sleep at this time, they would certainly be awake by now. And then from the 
from the hole. She pulls a chunk of something, of mud, perhaps. Something brown. Holds it up in front of her. Looks at it. And then retreats. And she speaks aloud. Rest, child. We will discuss this in the morning. And with that... Can I turn to the white man and just... Yes, a doctor has arrived by now. Um, the scouts are the scouts are incredibly quick with their work. The doctor um, pretty immediately starts to tend to your wound, you know, applying a bandage to your nose and to your jaw, sort of creating a sling for it so that it's in the right place so that when it heals it isn't all fucked up. And he says, hold still, this might hurt. And then he forces your jaw back into place. And with that, this has been a prologue to Saratoga by Night. <laughs> um, Ray, do you have any plugs you would like to do? Um, I have an Instagram. I just got it. It's uh, rei.spitz. Ray Spitz. That's my name. All right. Uh, and I post stuff about my cat. That is excellent. Perfect. I have a billion things to plug. Go on. Because I hate my free time. <laughs> okay. You're in a, an amazing bunch of things, yeah. I am in five things. Or six? Five? Six? I don't know. Um, so you can I am you can find me on Twitter at Harry underscore Wyckoff. Follow me there. I, I am now on YouTube. Uh, SalubriCat is the name of the YouTube channel. S-A-L-U-B-R-I-C-A-T. Uh, right now, mainly, I'm doing a series called Chronicle Doctor, where I help people fix their chronicles or get their chronicles started. My first episode was mainly covering how I do research for my chronicles. Uh, so if you want to know a little bit about my process, give that a look. I've I spent a lot of time working on that video. There's a lot of fun visuals that I put in there that are just entertaining on their own, so I think you'll like it. Um, you can find me on, on, on twitch.tv slash theonyxpath uh, on Thursdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, doing a Changeling the Lost stream, playing Nate um, on Little Brook Reunion. You can find me on twitch.tv slash theonyxpath also on Thursdays from 9 to 11 p.m. playing Euron Blackwood um, in The Last Fairy Tale, which is a Changeling the Dreaming podcast. You can also find me on Blood City Chicago by Night on Sundays from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. All of this is Eastern Time, by the way, on twitch.tv slash theonyxpath. And on Chris, uh, the Primogen's YouTube channel, you can find me doing... Uh, playing a uh, playing a Nosferatu with a lot of bees. His name is uh, Stanley Coleman. Yeah, his, he controls a horde of bees. He's it's a it's a great show, by the way. Um, for uh, what's what's the exact name of the show? I'll let me get that up. Um, regardless, Charlie it's on the Primogen's channel on Tuesdays uh, every two weeks. So not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday. Um, so here, let me pull up my calendar so I can properly explain it. So, on Tuesday the 28th, I believe, will be it. Um, the next episode. It's a lot of fun. We've got Huddy Von, von Schland, we've got Chris, we've got uh, Jersh. Um, a lot of big names. And then there's me, small boy, with... Had, 
a dozen YouTube subscribers and a few a couple thousand listeners on my podcast but you know tune in tune in it's a lot of fun you'll like it i promise um oh it is it's chicago stories that's the name of the stream on the primogen's channel yeah check him out too he's just a cool dude he's a great guy you should totally check him out um and with that don't forget to uh like favorite follow us on soundcloud or on whatever podcast platform you do uh you whatever podcast you listen on if you have any comments or critique, you are absolutely welcome to give them, and I would love to hear them. If you think we suck or you think we need to change something, please tell me. Um, I love your reviews. I love getting information like that. So, yeah, just let us know. And take care. Much. Make good choices, and don't let the vampires get you. Bye-bye. <laughs>